Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Blair, wife, mother of three, author of Holistic Wealth, and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. The show will showcase various experts in the key pillars of holistic wealth. Each week, we deliver the best information on how to become holistically wealthy and live your best life. Today, we have a very, very special guest. We have Catherine Wild with us, and Catherine is the founder and creator of soulmom.com and the host of the podcast of the same name, the Soul Care Mom podcast. Catherine, it's amazing having you here. So happy to have you on the Holistic Wealth podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy and honored to talk with you today, Keisha. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you've been doing great work with inspiring moms and I know you have your own journey and how you got started with the Soul Care Mom community. Can you tell us how you got started and what was the inspiration behind that? Becoming a mother or a caregiver, no matter which way you're led to the path, is a daunting role to be put into, but it's also this indescribably beautiful and fulfilling journey. And one thing I learned very early on in my motherhood journey was that I couldn't be the mom that I wanted to be if I was always living in survival mode. So after the birth of my first daughter, I have three girls, the reality of motherhood just began to sink in and becoming a mom was a dream come true. But at the same time, I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed and I constantly felt like I was failing. So as our family grew and life felt more and more chaotic, I knew that there had to be a better way. And so I began to realize that when I was taking these little these little times for myself to do something just for me, it was changing the way I was showing up as a mom, as a wife in all the ways. And so I started to prioritize those in any way that I could. And, you know, I tackled mom guilt along the way. It wasn't always easy, but taking time to do little things for myself made me feel nourished and cared for and loved. And so I was able to bring those qualities into my mothering, into my family. And I owe all of that to discovering the power of self-care and um, really kind of redefining what self-care meant too. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a big issue for moms with COVID-19. And, you know, in my book, Holistic Wealth, I talk about the triple helix for moms, the work, kids, balancing life. Can you tell us, Catherine, how you help moms do that? How do you help moms balance their lives? So there's there's it's one thing that you also talk about is creating that vision for your life. So taking that step back and and kind of figuring out what your values are and what's most important to you, because a lot of times we feel like we have a lack of time. But often when we take an honest look at where we're spending our time, there's a lot of time that we could be using for things that really bring us joy, right? Especially in today's world, there's a lot of scrolling on social media and I get stuck in that too, where I get, I'm just flies when I'm just like yeah. getting lost in that rabbit hole of social media. And so when we can, there's the glass jar analogy that you can use where you have a glass jar and this is your time, this is your life. And you have your rocks, you know, these bigger rocks that are your values, the things that are important to you. And then your pebbles, which are the smaller things and then that you have to do in life, right? And then there's the sand that's just the filler. And so if we start by, you know, filling up that glass jar with the filler, we often have very little room for our values, for the things that bring us joy and the people that are important to us. And so when we can start 
by filling our schedule with those things. And a lot of times that's something that's very helpful too for me even is to make sure I'm writing in what I want to do for myself. Because when I make that appointment, just like you'd make a doctor's appointment or anything else, right? At your kids' school activities or anything, you make a point to show up to those things, right? And so when you can start honoring your appointments with yourself, it's really a beautiful, loving act and con- way of connecting with yourself too, right? Yeah. Respecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love that analogy. I've never heard that before, but it's so effective, right? When you think about yeah. the rocks as your values and how we fill it up with sand and tiny pebbles. And most of us go about our entire lives doing that, which is scary if we don't take the time, right? To think yes. about what those rocks are that ground us and that give us purpose. So that's a really great analogy. So Catherine, can you tell us more about the Soul Care Mom community and, and just the activities there and, and how you enrich moms on this journey and what you use in your coaching to help moms who are often overwhelmed and overburdened, right? And it just comes with the territory, even if we think about just the psychological burden alone, right? Coming to this, knowing that you're the mom, it's difficult. So how do you help moms prioritize and go through this overwhelm? Yeah. So I have days where I still feel overwhelmed and it's part of the journey, like you said, and it's this finding this balance and create, it's, it's not a static thing, right? So we're always going through changes and we're always, our kids are getting older. There's always this finding this new balance and a flow in our lives. And so, so my journey of creating Soul Care Mom really came from other, well, from my own experience, but then realizing that I wasn't alone in it, you know, that other moms were struggling with these same things. And I feel so passionate about sharing what I know and helping other moms to find empower themselves and take care of themselves so that they can truly enjoy the journey of mom life without the guilt. Yeah. So it stemmed from that, from connecting with other moms. And so it blossomed into this beautiful community and this beautiful membership. And a lot of the things that we work on together, we have different topics each month where we dive into mom guilt, we dive into meditation and journaling and all the things that can help to create a beautiful self-care practice. Because what I found too was if I was, if I had time for myself and I just binged Netflix, I wasn't really filling my cup, right? I wasn't, I was, it was the difference between tuning in and zoning out. And True self-care is that nurturing of your mind, your body, and your soul, taking care of all those aspects of you. And when I kind of realized that where it didn't have to look like um, a spa weekend with the girls, right? Like that it didn't have to be something extravagant, although that is amazing. And, you know, I would totally jump on board, but but most days that's not what we have time for. And so these little moments of tuning into what I needed and and in taking care of those needs and honoring what it was that my body was saying, what my emotions were telling me was what self-care really was and what soul care came from that because self-care already had these ideas built around it, right? So in, in changing that perspective around what soul care, what self-care is, is a, is a big part of my passion in helping moms because when we can reframe it from the physical acts that we do to the more the connection with ourselves, it changes the game. It changes, it helps you to transform from that inside out, right? To love yourself and be able to 
do the things that you need to do that bring you joy, that give you that purpose in life that you're talking about, right? Like creating that beautiful life and having that confidence. And I think something that we can suffer um, with as moms is that comparison because there's, there's so many other ways to do things, right? But there's your way is beautiful and it's, it doesn't need to be compared to anybody else's. And so sometimes social media can make us feel, feel a little less than, right? Like we're not doing enough that, that what we're going through is, I mean, you know, it's just, we see one picture on social media. So helping us to kind of drown out or turn down the volume on all of the noise so we can tune into what it is that our, our soul's telling us what our intuition is leading us to helps to build that confidence from the inside out, knowing that you're making decisions that are loving and beautiful for your family. And you can always adjust along the way. As you're talking and thinking about so many things, you know, you started by saying binge watching Netflix is not self-care. So I want to put that out for the women. Binge watching is not self-care ladies. Not that you can't do it, but it's not, it's not tuning into you, right? Right. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's absolutely true. And so Catherine, I have several things to ask, but since we're on that, because I know you do a lot of meditation, mindfulness, this kind of thing, which is more in line with tuning into you, right? And so I want to to ask you about that, how we can incorporate that more and kind of like, what are like the practical ways that we can do that? You know, so let's turn off Netflix, let's tune into our, our souls. What are some of those meditation and mindfulness techniques or, you know, that you pass on to moms that's so important for us to tune into ourselves? So the idea of meditation can be really overwhelming at first because uh, I don't know the picture that I would have in my head, you know, like when I first started meditation was this really peaceful person sitting with their legs folded up like a pretzel for maybe hours. I don't know. know? (laughs) So it's like, we don't have time for that as moms. And but the really beautiful thing about what meditation is, and there's so many kinds of meditation, but I like to keep it very simple in that it's just tuning back into your breath, into this present moment. And your breath is a really beautiful way to do that because it's always with you, right? So whenever we can come back to our breath, we can, we can reconnect with the now, with our senses are a really great way to do that too, tapping into your senses. So it doesn't have to be sitting down for a really long time, although that is a really beautiful practice too, but it's finding that in inner stillness and reconnecting with it. And so you can even do like when you're washing the dishes, bringing your senses into it, feeling like the slipperiness of the bubbles, feeling the warmth of the water, feeling the ground beneath your feet, finding gratitude in that, right? The, the dishes that are holding the food for your family, right? The nourishing meals that you're providing. That's all a part of meditation. And, and really, when we do take that time for meditation or yoga or any of those things, it's to help us to cultivate a practice in a safe, easy setting so that we can bring it into the harder moments in our lives, right? So when things feel like it's dinner time and there's chaos, you know, there's kids pulling on your, you know, yoga pant leg while you're trying to make dinner and you're rocking a baby and you're helping with homework and you've got to get to soccer practice, you know, all those things are happening you have that tool with you to help center you so you can find your inner calm and spaciousness, even though the outside world may be speaking very loudly at the moment. So that's, I think, the beautiful part of cultivating and incorporating moments of self-care and mindfulness and meditation into your day as a mom. And you can even do that when you're doing 
the household chores, right? Anytime you can bring that into your day. No, that was amazing. And so I love that example because it makes me realize that I can do this throughout my day doing the chores that I normally do as a mom. I don't necessarily have to create this big other place where I go. And as you said, you know, sit like a pretzel and tune everything out and create that space for that. And so that's a great example of having gratitude for something and the mindfulness piece and the meditation piece that all goes with it. So that's amazing. And so Catherine, you're an entrepreneur because you started this membership community. And I think you have what, 2000 members now, right? Um, in, in with all my courses and things. Yes. And in my, yeah. In the yeah. Itself. Yeah. Which is amazing. And so yeah. how do you manage, you know, motherhood balancing that with as an entrepreneur and kind of what are some of the tools and resources that you use to manage your day to make sure that you're getting everything done? Because I find that time goes so fast during the day sometimes and it's sometimes hard juggling everything. So I'd love to hear some of your productivity tools and, and how you balance it all. So first of all, I don't get it all done. So <laughs> that's part of it. I, I found that that's been a beautiful part of, I feel my journey as, you know, a mom becoming a mom, it helps you to, uh, it asks you to release control, right. And not having to you just can't, you can't do all the things you can't be perfect, right? And what even is perfection? And so that was, and that journey was even enhanced when I began the entrepreneurial journey of juggling all the things. And so that goes back to like the, what is most important. And if I've found connection in my day, if I have um, done something that brought me joy and I have snuggled with my kids, like, I think that that's a good day, you know, because there are a lot of voices and you know, really, really great people teaching us how to do all the things on all the different platforms and all the different areas of our business, but we can't do them all. Right. And so being open to help is a really, is a really wonderful thing that I've learned to accept, be more accepting of help in motherhood and in my business. Um, And then pairing it down. So choosing something, one thing to focus on that day and allowing that to be enough. Yeah, no. And that's important too, right? Allowing that one thing to be enough and not beating ourselves up about the 1 million other things that we want to get done, but don't have the bandwidth to get done. Right. So that's also important. So Catherine, for those interested in growing a membership platform, are there any tips and strategies for starting off and growing a membership platform? You mentioned activities every month. So there's also care and nurturing your membership too, which is also important as your community gets bigger. So any words of advice on that? Yeah. So for me, it felt like a really beautiful fit because as moms, we are always, you know, our journey is always changing. Our challenges are changing. And so being able to connect with these amazing women month after month has been such a blessing and such Mm -hmm. a joy. And so if you are, if your business has something, you know, that is an ongoing journey for people. I think that's a beautiful way to nurture and support and love on your community is to be able to connect with them on an ongoing basis. And that's something that I've really enjoyed to get started. I think that would be the thing. If it feels like something that you can help somebody with month after month, then I I think that's a beautiful path for you as an entrepreneur, you know, if that's something that resonates. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's so amazing. 
that I've had so many wonderful female entrepreneurs on the show who are also moms and who are also juggling, you know, all these different things and work-life balance. And, and it's such an important topic because as female entrepreneurs, I feel like there's lots of pressure there. You know, how do you deal with some of that in your own life? Not necessarily just growing your platform or, you know, connecting with your audience, but just also the pressure that comes with, oh, I need to meet these targets or, oh, I, I think I should be growing at this rate, but I'm not. How do you deal with that personally? So for me, it's been a kind of redefining what success is in all the areas of my life mm-hmm. because, and, and that kind of goes back to the comparison it wasn't helping me to compare myself to somebody that's like in the middle of their journey. You know, we all start where we start and, and it's beautiful. It's, it has helped me a lot to let go of wanting to be somewhere else, somewhere that I'm not. So if I can, if I can live now in the moment, I I'm really able to enjoy things a lot more. And that takes so much of the pressure off because I mean, as you know, through your journey, there are so many detours that life can take you on. And, and I, you know, we can't control that. And so when I can let go and celebrate what I have achieved, what is happening today, the beautiful things bringing in gratitude, it releases a lot of the pressure because so much of that pressure is pressure that I put on myself, right? So I have the power and ability to reframe what I need to do today. I can look at, I think it's so easy for us to say, well, we have this whole list of things that haven't been done yet. And oh my goodness, you know, (laughs) and just get stuck in overwhelmed. But there are so many things that you have done that are amazing and beautiful. And it's so important to pause and celebrate those. So I call that the to-do list. Like you have your to-do list, but you should also have this list of things that you celebrate that you are so proud of yourself for and stop and give yourself a hug, have a dance party, you know, get a cup of tea or coffee or do something to really enjoy all of the beauty that your life already has. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. I think that's where most of us like forget to celebrate the tiny wins and these successes every day that we have that we just kind of bulldoze our way through because it's become kind of the norm. And then we think about moving the goalpost, right? So it's just like, okay, I've achieved this. How do I move to the next step? But you're absolutely right. I think that's a critical part of enjoying the journey and appreciating the journey and not letting the outcome be the be all and end all, but just to enjoy the process. And of course that helps with the overwhelm as well and, and helps with the self-care part. So so that's amazing. That's a critical piece of that for sure. And Catherine, I know it's early days yet, but you, you're also working on a book. And yes. so I wanted to ask you about that kind of what that journey has been like for you, you know, writing your book, becoming an author and kind of like, what are the key themes and what, what are your goals with your new book? So you have been a beautiful mentor for me. So I'm so grateful to you. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So I, I've always in the back of my mind wanted to write a book, you know, and, um, and recently it has become a reality. Um, so I'm so excited about that. The reason I wrote Reclaiming Your Inner Sparkle is that for so many of us as mothers, 
it starts so early in life, right? This, the societies, the messages that come kind of cover up our inner authenticity. We end up feeling like we need to fit a certain mold. Mm. And this journey that I feel I've been on and that I'm helping other moms through and guiding them through is that we can reclaim that inner sparkle that we have. We can peel back these layers so that we can reconnect with the truth of who we are and unapologetically, you know, live from that authentic place. When we can start to do this, we are able to tune into that intuition, that guidance that's within us all the time. So often we are looking for our happiness, our um, for someone else to tell us like how this needs to go or how we need to live when really that's within us, you know, that wisdom and tuning into that is so powerful. Like I love, I love seeing women step into that powerful space and really knowing what they need, tuning into themselves, caring for themselves. It's just a beautiful thing. And so, yeah, so that is, that was the reason for writing my book and I'm, it's, it's available for pre-order and I'm so excited to share it. Yeah. I can't imagine it. It's a wonderful title too. It's, it's, I think it's something that, you know, will resonate with women, with moms, you know, reclaiming your inner sparkle, because I feel like as little girls, there was a lot of that. And as we grow up and with societal demands, as you're right, you know, we feel like we have to fit a certain mold and be everything to everyone around us. It's easy to lose sight of who we are and kind of what we really want life to look like. So I think that's amazing. And of course, like even before we end, I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned in our previous interview with, you know, personal missions, and you mentioned that's something that you also teach your clients. So is there some of that in there? And, and what do you teach your clients in terms of that personal mission? you know, especially as it relates to reclaiming your sparkle. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. I want to, to ask you about that. Yes. I love that you, you focus on that too. Um, yeah. So I call it, you know, creating your vision or, and it's just this really, you know, pressing pause, taking a step back and looking at the big picture so that you can intentionally move towards the life that you want, because so often we're just living in default, you know, we're, we're living out patterns instead of actually making choices, you know, um, and so much of the work that I do with clients is that awareness piece, becoming aware of, you know, what's going on your thoughts. We so often are not aware of, of the thoughts that we have. We have so many in a day, right? And a lot of the, the beliefs that we have can be changed, can, you know, we sometimes are limiting ourselves by these thoughts that we have that are keeping us moving in one direction when we really want to be going in another one. So creating that vision, stepping back and, you know, becoming aware of what your values are so that you can live authentically to yourself and, and then becoming aware of your thoughts and beliefs so that you can intentionally shift those to something that's more empowering and helps you live the life that you want. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's so important, Catherine, especially uh, for moms and and women where it can get so overwhelming that we lose sight of ourselves. We're taking care of everybody else around us, right? And their needs yeah. often supersede ours because we're there in a caregiver and a caretaker role. So it's so easy to let that, you know, slip away. And over time, we never ever 
are able to reclaim it unless we take steps, right? Intentional steps and living intentionally to reclaim it. So Catherine, can you tell our audience where to find you, your website, social media? Yes. Yes. So you can find me at soulcaremom.com. And if you're okay with it, I have a a, a simple, like a self-care morning ritual that is what I do each morning. And it's one of the, a really easy way to bring self-care into your days. And it's a free gift. If you go to soulcaremom.com forward slash kickstart, you can get the kickstart your calm morning ritual. I think that's a really great place to start. And then you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook and all the places at Soul Care Mom. Okay, perfect. That morning ritual, I think so many moms <laughs> will want that because mornings can be tough. Very tough. I think it's one of the toughest parts of our day as moms getting kids out the door and to school in one piece and with everything they need for the day. So I know that must be, you know, very useful for your community and for those who want to find it. It's on Catherine's website on soulcaremom.com slash kickstart your day, just to repeat that. So Catherine, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. This was so enriching, you know, just to have a conversation, to step back, to allow moms to be able to reclaim and rekindle that sparkle, which is so needed. Um, So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It has been such a pleasure connecting with you and having this conversation. I'm so honored to be here and I'm so grateful for your work in the world as well. It's so needed and so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you for joining us this week on Holistic Wealth with Keisha Blair. Make sure to visit our website, KeishaBlair.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you will never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Are you a member of the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If not, what are you waiting for? Go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to choose your membership plan and join. As a member, you get so many perks. Free worksheets, advice, coaching, and a member's workshop to design an intentionally designed life. You need to figure out your life purpose? Take the Build Your Life Purpose Portfolio online self-paced course. You're struggling with all your money decisions? Take the free financial identities quiz and then take the course. You recently had a breakup, job loss, or experienced the death of a loved one? Take the holistic healing course. You need an overall plan to achieve holistic wealth? We will help you figure out your holistic wealth blueprint. And of course, if you want to start making money by helping others achieve holistic wealth, become a certified holistic wealth consultant. Regardless of what career you've got, the Institute will show you how to increase your income and walk in your purpose. The sooner you join, the sooner you start to achieve a more holistically wealthy lifestyle. And you're going to want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning, best-selling Holistic Wealth 32 Life Lessons to Help You Find Purpose, Prosperity, and Happiness. 